All right, we're back with another episode of the Ambitious Fits podcast. You know, today's guest, I am so excited. I think it's been a long time coming, guys. Um, it's something that I have, a, I have a couple people in my ear. They've been asking me, hey, I think you and Mariah should do something together, you know, and I'm like, all right, you know, maybe 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 a, maybe a podcast would be pretty cool to do. So without further ado, I kind of want to give you a, a very nice introduction. I was, you know, sitting back and I was like, man, I can't just say it's Mariah. Nah. So without further ado, I mean, she's a, she's a top producing real estate professional. I like to consider her very ambitious. Um, we have a lot of close mutual friends and, uh, you know, something I I've always just admired about Mariah is that she's about her business. So Again, I just want to welcome Mariah Cosio to the uh, Ambitious Fits podcast. Hello, welcome. Let's go. Thank you for the very well, warm welcome. I love it. Let me have you move forward. Yeah, there okay. you go. Yeah, and you there can you kind go. of move that around a little bit. Okay. So like I said, like this is a this is a podcast that's like super organic, super raw. And, you know, for the people that don't know Mariah, right, let's kind of get into Let's get into like your upbringing. Let's get into a little bit about who you are. Okay. Right. For the people that may, may not know who Mariah is. Yeah. So I grew up um, with two very loving parents. I'm very grateful for that. My parents didn't have all of the money in the world, but what they did have was a lot of time to give me attention and love. And I feel like that really helped me um, with my career and my ability to love others mm. and give my time and my heart. To others with my clients so I'm really grateful for my upbringing and also because I didn't grow up with any money at all I knew that if I wanted to have a different lifestyle I would literally have to do this all by myself my mm. parents couldn't teach me they couldn't help me um, I remember my first job that I got I was able to get it because I took the bus every single day to the West Covina mall at 17 years old until I got a job until somebody said yes so wow. I, that's where I started yeah <laughs> 17 years old taking the 17 bus. 17 years old taking the bus walking to the bus station every single day because my mom was working full-time and so was my dad mm -hmm. um they're still happily married and i love that because i had them to rely on for like emotional support mm -hmm. but i knew that they didn't have any like money to give me so i had to go make it and get it on my own yeah which i did and i'm really proud of i feel like when you work for something really hard and you come from nothing you appreciate it that much more mm. yeah i think that that's something that that's so important. I mean, I love when I meet people because I feel like that's so hard to find nowadays is yeah. finding people with both their parents still married, mm -hmm. you know, together, because I think that that makes a big impact in, in the kids' lives. It does. You know, I, I think, it, I think it, it, it shows, you know, whenever you do end up getting into, you know, any type of relationship or marriage or anything like that, I think that's important. You know, I think that's that's, that's really cool. So, yeah. You go. You said West Covina. Covina? I, I grew up in Covina. Covina. Yes. Okay, so grew up in Covina. Grew up in Covina. You play sports. Like, what job. was like? What was what was um, little Mariah like? I, little Mariah was really shy, like extremely shy. I don't believe that. So shy that no, I swear to you. In <laughs> high school, I was so shy. Like, I was a cheerleader. I did cheer. I did okay. track. I did 
dance. Uh, growing up, I did gymnastics. That's how I could do pull-ups to this day yeah. from gymnastics. Um, but growing up, I was so shy. Like, I didn't want anyone to look at me at all. Like, I would avoid it at all costs. Mm. I would never raise my hand. I wouldn't want to answer questions. I didn't even want to dress too cute because, like, I didn't want people to look at me. I didn't want to draw attention to myself. Mm. So, like, anything to avoid it, I would, I would do that. Because girls were really mean to me growing up because I was cute. <laughs> what? So like, girls were mean. Girls were really mean. Yeah. And I was, like, more soft-spoken okay. growing up. It yeah. took a lot. Like, I really changed a lot. But I was really soft spoken, so it took a lot for me to like. I didn't even want to go to school at one point. Yeah, it was bad. Girls were really, really mean. Like girls would like throw stuff at me throw and a like at your head be or like, yeah, like oh my gosh, like are you? Does my boyfriend like you? Like are we gonna fight right now? Like all this stuff. It was yeah. Damn, would you get like, like down with them and everything? No, too? I never been in a fight. Don't thank lie. God. No, I actually didn't. No, never. Hey, so you never beat nobody? Never. Up? No. <laughs> all right. I don't know. You're pretty buff, so I, I'm I wouldn't want to. Pretty strong, but yeah, yeah I would. You guys see? I mean, she's covered <laughs> up right now, but Mariah can get down. I've seen her in the gym. Hey, hey, that's dope. So okay, yeah. so growing up, very would you say like more introverted, reserved? Introverted. Introverted. Um, I was more extroverted, like with my friends and family. Okay. But at school, I didn't. I was really quiet because I didn't want to be judged. So that's something that I've overcome in my like early twenties. I would say. Yeah. Was um you know not fearing being judged and not caring what anybody else thinks how does someone get over that you have to practice it first it's a little bit uncomfortable at first if you're naturally an introvert but if you practice it and you just try it and you see like hey i can achieve this let me try it one time you try it you achieve it, it goes well your confidence starts to build so you just mm. have to put yourself out there and get over the fear there is no right time you'll never be ready you just have Love to do that. it yeah just yeah. doing it i tell people all the time like just jump Mm -hmm. You know, people tell me like all the time, like Pablo, like, how do you, how do you just do things? I'm just like, I, I just jump. Yeah. I think that people in life, no matter what it is, what you're doing, of course you want to be as strategic as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. But a philosophy that I kind of like to really just live by is just jump and swim, swim, you better learn how to yeah, swim. Fast. Better learn how to swim. <laughs> I, honestly, like That's my, how I learned how to swim. <laughs> literally my uncle would just throw me in the deep end Yeah, and he would Mexican like, thing. yeah, I think he would like just throw me in the deep end. But yeah, I mean, that's so true. Yeah. You know, I think you just, people just got to like jump for it. Mm -hmm. My question is like, how, how, how would you say someone could actually build up that courage? Because it's always easier said than done. Let's be honest. Right? I think, yeah, I think when you think about the reason why, when you think why you want to do it. So for me, that reason why was, Hey, I don't know any shy people who are wealthy, who is shy mm. and wealthy. I was thinking about that in high school. I'm like, I'm so shy. Like, but I know when I get out of here, like, I know I'm going to, I'm going to do something with my life <laughs> and I mm. can't be shy and I have to get over it. Like, it's just, it's not an option for me. I have to get over it. So for me, it meant my success and I, I have to come out of my shell. I have no choice. I have to put myself out there yeah. and I have to interview. And so, you know, that's what I did. So you, so you, go to the you go to the mall you said yeah and you start getting you start just what kind of so like I just start going everywhere that I thought would be like cool to work so I went to like there was a store called 2b by bb it was like a fashion store so okay. when I applied there I applied at like nike and then I applied at gold's gym so I only applied to a couple of places in like yeah. a two-week period and then I got the job at gold's gym you worked so at that Gold's. that was my first job at west Queen mall yeah no way yeah were you there with the Adrian? did you work with Adrian? Adrian who which one trejo no Mm. okay yeah you know i worked at golds oh you did in montclair i was a fitness oh, manager oh really yeah oh, okay that's why i did my training like my hiring 
That's crazy. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. I was so there. You that get... was back in like 2012. Okay. Yeah. No, I was, no, I w- that wasn't my time. It was 2012 and I was only there for eight months. So prior okay. to real estate, I've only had two jobs. I worked okay. at Gold's Gym for eight months. And then after that, I wanted to work in sales at Gold's Gym, but the sales manager there was like, oh, you're too young. I think you're too shy. Like he didn't believe in me. He didn't, wor- mm. he didn't believe that I can go from like working the front desk to working in sales. And I kept trying to convince him like, hey, just give me a chance. Like, just give me a shot. Give me at least two weeks to show you that I can. And yeah. he's like, no, I think you're too young. Cause the sales reps there were like in their mid twenties. Mm. So me at 18, he was just like, no, no. So I ended up applying at AT&T. I got the job I did you know, put that I had sales experience on my resume, which I didn't. And they ended up hiring me. And I was like, oh my God, I have everything to lose if I cannot perform right now because I need to perform. And and I did. I ended up being the number one sales rep and the youngest out of five stores. That's a hundred sales reps at 18 years old. Wow. So the pressure was on and, and I delivered and I was, I was really happy. That's where it started. That's where I really learned my true gifts my natural gifts mm-hmm. and i set in on my skills was at at&t i was there for four years yeah i think i think you bring up a good point because i i feel like every if you want to be good in sales i mean i don't know this is just my take on it mm-hmm. i think the corporate world is really good for kind of like showing you if you're made for sales it is way, yeah you know? like it, it's like the training wheels it really is i think it's great too when you're that young because it puts you in uncomfortable situations and you're in a situation you wouldn't have been at prior or you wouldn't have been at in college or working at subway like if you're working in sales you're given a problem and you have to come up with a solution and every single person that you're dealing with is different mm. so you have to know how to adjust and adjust really really quick that's a nugget yeah. You guys got to go back and listen to that. That's yeah. a nugget right there. <laughs> That's a nugget from Ryan. So yeah. like, okay, so getting uh-huh. into, you leave that, right? You said you were there for five years? At at and I was there for four years. Four years. Yeah. There for four years. Mm-hmm. Then real estate comes along, I'm assuming? Yeah. Well, while I was there, I was like, okay, I love what I'm doing. Like, I feel like this is my natural gift. I'm consistently number one here at at and yeah. But I don't want to be at at and forever. Like, this is not the, the end for me. I need to, I need to leave. Right. You know, I can't, I'm not going to retire at AT&T. So I told myself, well, what can I sell or what can I do and continue working in sales, but something that I'm more passionate about and make a big career change, mm-hmm. do something that I love long-term that I could see myself doing like forever. Like, you know what? I think I would be great in, at selling real estate and I'm, I'm going to get my license. And I'm not going to tell anybody here at AT&T because everyone's like, you know, not nice here. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just going to hate. what happens. <laughs> yeah. They don't so, want you outgrowing. Yeah. So I didn't tell anybody. And then I got my license. I was studying. It took me like six months to get my license because I was working at AT&T full time. So after work, I would go home, study. And then I finally got my license like six months later. And then I told my, my boss that, you know, I quit. Yo, I'm out. Yeah. And I had a savings and I didn't have a lot of my savings, but I had what I thought was enough. Yeah. And then I just made the jump 100%. Well, so you like quit I just quit on the spot. Yeah, wow. I did. <laughs> yeah. Dang that you jumped. Yeah. Talk about jumping mm-hmm. into the deep end. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So tell us about your first year in real estate. How was that? Like, I'm it, sure it was, I, you go through a learning curve. Yeah. Of course. It, it was, it actually went, it actually went pretty well. Um, I did pretty well. My first year of real estate, I was selling primarily residential. Um, but I would say my performance was really, really well. However, something that affected me personally with my first year in real estate was my romantic relationship. So the partner I had 
at that time was not supportive, like mm. at all of my career at all. And it was really setting me back. So I think that's something really important. If you have a partner who's not supportive of your, of your career, it can like ruin like that, that time of your life, honestly, yeah. it really can. So that was a hardship that I went through. So even though on paper, like I did pretty decent my, my first year, I'm, I'm proud of myself for that first year. I know I could have done better if I had a supportive partner or no partner, but an unsupportive partner is not an option. <laughs> What is, define what a supportive partner is. Somebody who cheers you on, somebody who wants to see you win, somebody who believes in you, and somebody who is secure with themselves and isn't jealous when you are doing what it takes to get to the next level. Mm. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I mean, that, that that's something that, I ain't gonna lie, I mean, I've struggled with that. Yeah. Right? I think we a, a lot of people, maybe in sales, kind of struggle with that, right? You go from one aspect of business maybe mm-hmm. a w2 or corporate world to now having to be an entrepreneur being your own business in a sense it it takes a different mentality yeah. you know it takes a different environment around you mm-hmm. you kind of think differently as well you right? do yeah i think that it's really important to if you're going to have a relationship you want to be in a relationship with somebody that's going to like mariah said support you mm-hmm. cheer you on be behind you. I think that's very important. That's that. That's it's really so good important. advice. It's either a supportive relationship or no relationship. But somebody mm. who's unsupportive is really going to set you back from your goals. So if that's your dream, then you can't. I I have I literally that caused a breakup. So I literally chose my dreams over being with that man. Break down <laughs> like break down like. And well, and he made he was like he was supportive in other ways. So like he course. wasn't really supportive in my career, but he was supportive in like pretty much everything else. And he's like, yeah, like if you want to go to school, like I'll pay for your school. Like if you want to stay home, stay home. Pretty in other words, I'll pay for your whole life. But like I don't really want you to like be a real estate what, agent. What are <laughs> what are I, so I, I, can, I don't want you to can I buy you out? Yeah, no, yeah, no. The answer is happen. no. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's like what are some red flags that people maybe maybe they're uh-huh. listening to this. And they're like, you know, I feel like maybe that's me. I don't know if I'm with the right person. Yeah. Like, I think. How do I know if my person's really like a supportive partner? I think, you know, if someone's supportive, you definitely know because you love it. You feel it in your heart. Women, we have intuition. So we know like if our men are overly jealous Mm. or like really insecure or would prefer that we weren't even working and like we're just at home because they don't want anyone to look at us. Like, you know, so we we know. Yeah, Women know. women's intuition. I used to yes. have a, uh, I had a mentor mm-hmm. um, that would always tell me he was a 70-year-old se- dude. Guy already had a lot of wisdom, right, uh-huh. from from New York. Wow. And he told me, he's like, you know, God kind of screwed women over because mm. he gave you one of the hardest tasks to do, and that's to give birth. Oh, But I he know. also gave you probably one of the most, like, best gifts as well, and that's mm-hmm. called women's intuition. Yes. You know, so because God kind of like screwed you guys over, he also blessed you guys <laughs> with something very good, which is women's intuition. We're Whoa, hold on. I have, I, I think psychic. I, I wasn't prepared I for it. I have like a, a cool little sound effect that I could have like spooked oh. people up. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to cool. mess it up. Anyways, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's get into it. So, okay. So you continue to, to kind of go down this path of, of real estate, right? Yes. You were doing residential. You've been doing, I mean, you still do residential still from do time it. to time. I still love it. Right, yes. but you recently, I think within the last, what, two years-ish? Within the last, like, three years. Three years, yeah. you've really kind of transitioned into commercial. Yeah, that's So right. give us a little bit of, 
you know, for a lot of real estate agents, obviously both of us mm-hmm. have pretty big real estate following. Mm-hmm. People that maybe want to transition. I mean, right now, commercial's hot. It is hot. Commercial's on fire right now. Right now. The residential and residential's market like, is ah. really slow, but yeah. commercial market's really hot. It's moving. And I think the reason why is because in investors are looking at commercial. Investors mm. and entrepreneurs. And investors and entrepreneurs, they believe in themselves and they're going to make shit happen no matter what. Like, they're not going to stop. When they see opportunity and when they see that the market is down, that's when they're running out to play. And everyone else is scared. So I, I love the clients that I, that I have right now. That's what's a, that's a, I mean, that's a great way to look at it. It's 100% true, though. Yeah. Entrepreneurs are going to roll the dice on yeah, themselves. Entrepreneurs believe in themselves no matter yeah. what. Mm-hmm. So why? why I mean, you caught it early. You saw that early. I did. Is it before the whole correction thing, like before COVID and all that? Like when, when did you make that transition from residential to commercial and like what was the the mindset kind of getting into that maybe for a for an agent mm-hmm. looking to make that transition in their career yeah couple nuggets that you could kind of give to them as they transition yeah so um i made the transition because i had an opportunity i simply had an opportunity with a commercial client and i didn't say no and i didn't refer it to someone else i learned how to do it like hands-on and the woman, she, I did mention to her it was my first time and she was okay with that. I'm like, okay. And I had a mentor helping me out in the background, like telling me what to say, how to write the offer, what to do. And I would just call him and ask him. And then That's I would dope. like buy him food. And like, I told him like, hey, I'll, I'll pay you a cut, like a split after. And he's like, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> like I would thank, I would thank him and be grateful, you know. Mentorship, them, mentorship's huge. <clears throat> I think yeah. mentorship's really, really big. Yeah, but I highly recommend it. It's, it's more lucrative and personally I really like a challenge so I was doing really well in residential but I got I'm not gonna lie I got a little bit bored I still love it but with commercial you're constantly problem solving and overcoming objections obstacles and I love that like Mm. that's when I feel that's how my confidence grows personally like Mm. every time I overcome something so with residential you like you write the offer it gets accepted and like you're done like it's pretty simple and it could only take like 30 to 45 days not now not in this market but the prior market and with commercial it is not it is not that simple it takes a long time it takes a lot of negotiation it takes a lot of skill a lot of consistency but that's what i love like i thrive in that i live for it so like commercial use i mean obviously commercial does take a lot longer it does right so talk a little bit because obviously you know people know we're real estate and finance in a way, mm-hmm. right? And I think a big question that a lot of people kind of have in the commercial space is, yeah, of course, you got to have patience. It takes a lot longer to close a deal, Yeah. right? What is your mindset and relationship with like, and not to get too into it, but like, what's okay. your relationship with no, like- We're going to get when, all the way into it. Yeah. Okay, I like that. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, uh-huh. What's your relationship with like money when you uh-huh. do get paid, <laughs> right? Like, because again, it's, you may not close a deal every yeah, single month. I, may mean, not. I mean, for you, I mean, you, you're on fire. But <laughs> in the beginning, right? It might take a little bit of yeah, time. Yeah. Right? Like, what's that relationship <clears throat> like? Um, you know, I feel like when it comes to money and closing all the deals, I, I literally, I'll be honest with you, like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I'm kind of like numb to it. It's not because I've done it so many times, maybe a part of it, but it's not necessarily that. It's because. I don't necessarily like value the money. Like it's not like, oh my God, I have so much money. Yay. Like let's go mm. celebrate every every weekend. Like let's go shopping and like yeah. go buy all this stuff and like flaunt it. Like yeah. I don't value money that way. You know, it, I, I really don't. It's like if you were to give me a beautiful 
piece of jewelry and be like, oh, here, like I bought this for you. Or like if a friend gave it to me, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty. And like, that's it. Like I value family. I value love. I value relationships. So like the money is a tool to help my family, my parents, my immediate family and my future family. But I'm not like obsessed about the money, but I'm obsessed with winning and like succeeding. Mm. So I win, I succeed, and then I, I make money. So you just like the challenge. <laughs> and then, yeah, I love the yeah. challenge. And of course, like I want financial security in my future. Like that's that's why I'm in real estate. At the same time, I'm living out my passions, my dreams, and it's a lucrative business to be in. Yeah. But I don't do things for the money necessarily because I have clients where I make a small, a small check. I have clients where I make huge check right. and it varies and I treat them the same. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that that's a, that's a great nugget to, to, again, another nugget for people to kind of pick up on because especially I, I would say, I mean, I've seen a lot of people make a lot of money in real estate. Yeah. Really just in any business in over any the business. last two years. Yes. And sometimes we do get, you know, a little money hungry it's and you true. could kind of, you could smell that. Yeah. You could you smell, could smell that it. But what's important to remember I think what I learned early on is when I started making more than I ever had in my life and surpassed everyone that I knew when it comes to income is that money, it doesn't make you happy. Like it doesn't, Mm. it doesn't make you happy. Like it didn't really do much for me. So, I I mean, don't get me wrong where you live, your car, being able to provide like, yes, but, um, that's not necessarily what makes me happy. Yeah. I think it's, it's, of course you want to live in abundance. You want to, Yes. Be able to give back, make an impact, mm-hmm. which is one yeah. of the things that we were kind of yes. talking a make little bit before. Yes. Talk about making an impact. Making what an does impact. it mean to you Yes. to make an impact? To me, well, let's go back on the money thing because it, I feel like this ties in together with making an yeah. impact. But one thing I know is that God's not going to say, well, well, how much money did you make while you were alive? Mm. You know, he's not going to care about how much money I have in my account or how much, you know, what I did, yeah. you know, is he going to care how I invested my money and what the, I, what I did with the gifts that he gave me? Yes. That's what he's going to ask me. And part of that is having the money to now go and do great things and like help people with it. So that's what my definition of make an impact is. Is like, did I live out God's plan for my life? Like that would be the only regret that I ever had. Like if I died and I didn't do what I felt like God had me to do, I would be sad. It even makes me cry just thinking about it. No, it's true because there's actually, there's a parable in the, uh, in the Bible. I think it's the book of Matthew. I forget what chapter it is, but he talks about basically in, don't get, don't like hold me on it, but it's, it's three individuals, two of them invest their money, like how God wants them to, to be good stewards Mm -hmm. of what God has given them, the gifts, right? And then one that just literally puts the money in dirt, essentially kind of like under your mattress, right? We were at at that same service that one day. Yeah. Yeah. That was like maybe less than a month ago. And, um, again, he, he ends up losing everything, Mm -hmm. right? Because he wasn't a good steward. You didn't practice good stewardship. Right. And that goes right back to what you were saying is that you have to be a good steward of what God has given you. The God, the gifts that God has given us. We have to be great stewards with God, w- with what God has given us. So, yeah, I mean, that that making an impact, you mm-hmm. know, it definitely ties in together. It's it's a, it's money's a tool. Yeah. And we have to learn how to use it. It is. It's yeah. a tool. Yeah, it's definitely a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's kind of shift gears a little bit. One of the reels that really kind of stood out to me um, <laughs> that you scared. had, you talked about influence, <clears throat> persuasion, <clears throat> leadership, and enthusiasm. 
okay. right? When it comes to sales. Yes. Right. A lot of, again, we have a lot of sales reps, <laughs> different industries. Uh-huh. Um, talk about those four qualities. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of reiterate them. Influence, persuasion, mm-hmm. leadership, and enthusiasm. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll talk about them individually. All Let's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like those are the most important qualities when it comes to sales, because that's just based on my experience and coming from, you know, being 18 years old, being the number one sales rep at AT&T to now being 28 years old and being in the top five at my mm-hmm. office out of like 300 agents. Yeah. So I've studied this. This is like, I'm obsessed with these topics. I literally read about them, watch YouTube, listen to podcasts, all on these podcasts. And it has helped me tremendously. Um, yeah. So we'll start with that. But um, I do feel like influence is the ability to build rapport with someone fairly quickly and help them make a decision because you're there to solve a problem as a salesperson. So building rapport to someone with someone and then customizing a solution based on like what whatever that they need and you're going to be able you're going to have to show up as that person that they need. Mm. So like Pablo, you're different from Steven. So like I might treat you differently. And I think that that's important. You can't yeah, treat people right. Knowing yeah. how to read somebody. Yeah. I think that's super. I think that that's like a, I think that's like a life skill. Yes. You know, it's a life skill. Like if you know how to, and not saying like you got to always be reading people. That sounds a little creepy, but <laughs> you have to have people <laughs> skills in a way, you know, like you, yeah. you know what people's vibe is like. Yeah. You so know? I, yeah. I think like feeling the vibe for me is really natural. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that that's really important. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So now, again, we wanted to uh, <laughs> we wanted to do real estate and I was trying to come up with the topic. I was like, all right, real estate and relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Real estate and relationships. R&R. R&R. <laughs> all right. So that's the name You're of the. Like, that's screw the, the other topic. What, what we said, what did we say? Influence, it. persuasion. Well, what about okay. All right. Well, leadership. No, like, okay. no, no. Well, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So <laughs> let's kind of transition a little bit. Right. Okay. Um. Real estate and relationships. All right. Building relationships is something that you're really good at. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I say relationships, don't get excited. We're not talking about (laughs) dating stuff. All right. I'm talking about building relationships. We're going to keep it professional here. Cool. Oh, are we? Okay. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. We'll have a little fun. Keep listening. But Uh talk about how how important it is to have and and how do you how do you build relationships? Because you you vibe with people. Yeah. Right. But how do you build relationships? Like what are some ways that you build relationships with potential prospects, clients, individuals, husbands? It's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> husbands and wives. <laughs> and wives. Um, it's really important. So it depends. Um, I, I read my client. So it depends. Like, who is he? What is he like? Or is it a she? You know, if it's you, like, what is Pablo like? Is he married? Does he have a wife? Does he have kids? Um, I'll probably like if I haven't met you yet, I'll probably like go on your Facebook and like just like kind of see if Stock. I can get some insight Stock like on who you are before <laughs> I meet you just to like see. Yeah. Um, and then I do remember things about my clients. So I am actively listen- listening. And I feel like when you're having a conversation with somebody, whoever is talking less is listening more. And the other person who's talking more is perceiving it to be a better conversation because they're the ones talking mm. more, having fun, and they're like letting their energy out on you and like you're just there to listen people a lot of times they just want you to listen mm. some people don't have anyone like that will listen to them yeah. so i and i love that like i love people like genuinely like i i love people 
honestly, very, very easily. It's easy for me to like meet someone and like want to know about them and like be curious about their life and remember their kids names and how many kids that they have. So things like that, little details I remember. And then I will take opportunity with my clients to build a relationship like further with them. So like, let's say I showed them three properties. I'll be like, Hey, like, do you want a Starbucks? Like reality, I'm probably a little hungry too, but <laughs> I'll like invite them. Like, like, let's take this time to like talk for 10 minutes. Something and you guys got to know is Mariah loves will, her coffee. I do love coffee. Okay. I need it. Cause I work I so much. Coffee here. I don't know what I was thinking. I know. No, we've been up to like 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I take the opportunity to, to get to know them and then I'll text them if it's their birthday, happy birthday, add them on social media. I would say that helps us really stay connected because all of my clients follow me on social media, literally like all of them, yeah. unless like they don't have one, but yeah. we follow each other. So we like see each other's Constantly lives. Constantly staying connected and stuff. Yeah. I think that's dope. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are, those are really good nuggets. Again, if you're getting into sales, you know, figure out what people like, put them in your notes. Yeah. Right people's birthdays put them in your notes something that i do like for my clients is i always talk about the kids mm -hmm. you know so if they have kids i'll be like hey what's you know little johnny's birthday mm -hmm. you know and i'll put that in my notes as well oh, that's a good one because you hit people's kids i mean obviously you're coming from a genuine place yeah but like you remember their birthday they're cool with it you remember yeah. their kid's birthday and they're like yeah that's crazy they'll jump off that's yeah. The building, like, they'll do anything for you. You know what I mean? Like, but it's true. Yeah. You know, and again, building relationships, these mm -hmm. are little nuggets that, you know, obviously your proven success has shown that the little things that you do, yeah, active listening, you mm -hmm. know, remembering people's birthdays, like these little things, sometimes they kind of go unseen, but mm -hmm. they compound and they all, they ultimately, you know, build a, build the proven product. Yeah. Right. They do. They do. And people so, can tell when you genuinely yeah. care. Yeah, you it's don't big. care about them. Yeah, it's it. People feel that energy for yeah. sure. Um, we dropped a we dropped a question before today's. Uh, oh yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, before today's podcast, we yeah. wanted to see what oh. people thought about Mariah. Oh my god! So let's pop it out. Let's see. <laughs> let's scared. read a couple of these. <laughs> okay, let's you want to read it. yours first? You got you got yours. You got okay. yours right there. All right, let's see here. So this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be pretty cool. All right. Let's see. Hold on, let me see Let's if see I can uh, put some of this on here. What is it? Okay. <laughs> oh, <whoops. laughs> that's cool. Pablo has like the most legitimate setup I've ever seen in here, you guys. Like hey. this place is amazing and it smells good. It smells like eucalyptus. It smells really good. <laughs> hey, you know what? I kind of like that. All right. Clap for her on that one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's hear some all right of these. so um what do people want to know about people mariah people want to know about my dating life literally all of these questions are about like my personal and dating life literally so <laughs> i'm having so much fun with this thing all i was right. hoping someone i was hoping someone would ask something else like you know but no it's just about my dating life what is mariah's dating life like um i am a nun and i go to bed at 8 p.m every night See that? You guys like that one? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, I I'm single. I'm very private about my dating life. I'll answer these questions because it doesn't require me to be like super super specific. Yeah, keep um, it broad. We don't want to get yeah. Too I'm much. gonna keep it broad. Yeah, keep it I'm super keep broad. It super broad. Okay, so the first one is, um, let's see. Is does Mariah have a type? Please tell me. 
I wish I had that song. Like, oh, I got no oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> so what's Mariah's type? Okay, my type. Um, I guess we'll start with physical. Because mm. that's something that I've never mentioned. I'll start with that and then I'll go into like more like what's on the inside. Okay. So physical, I like someone tall. I feel like I want a shot at kids who are like average height at least since I'm five <laughs> feet. So like someone tall, like maybe they'll be, you know, average. Yeah. <laughs> so like over six feet, preferably. Um, and yeah, that's it. I'm really into tall and someone fit. He doesn't have to be extremely fit, like a fitness model, but like somebody who works out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, someone who's not, I can't push him and he's going to like fly away. Is this like, like dad bod? I know you no. did a, you did a podcast with Seth, <laughs> right? So like, shout out to my boy Seth, one of our best friends, by the way. Shout out Seth, we love you. Yeah. Um, preferably dad like, bod, okay, like, what Seth and I talked about, preferably not dad bod, but like if he was a really good person, the dad bod would not be a deal breaker for me. That's mm, what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So I wouldn't like exclude dad bods, but I'm not like, dang, look at that dad bod like that. You know, he's <laughs> handsome. <I'm> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no. So preferably someone like who works out, who's more like on the leaner side, doesn't have to have a six pack, but like he works out. But what I really look at is the person. So that's what I'm drawn to first. Mm. So I'm never drawn to the most um, six, uh, attractive person in the room. I'm drawn to somebody who I feel is like very confident. Probably mm. like the most confident person in okay. the room. So yeah. confidence, confidence is big. Yes. Guys, take yes. notes. Yes, confidence okay. is big, but I'll know more so because I go off like vibe and energy if I meet them. So it's not, I can't like judge a man's confidence just because he's on stage. Like, oh, he's on stage. Obviously he's really confident. No, like I want a genuinely confident person like from within. Like, would this guy be insecure if he was with me? Like right. on a day to day. And like, that's what I'm drawn to. Someone who's like emotionally like secure with themselves and who genuinely loves themselves. Have you read, kind of on topic, have you read the five love languages? I have. Oh my gosh. Right. Yes, what? I have. Super <laughs> off topic kind of, but yeah. like, I'm getting a sense and correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. um, quality time. Yeah. Well, two. There's two. But that's one of them. That's one of the top two. Yeah. So I would say maybe like quality time. And I'm going to guess words of affirmation. Yeah. Really? Let's go. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm yes. Quality. I'm that's literally thing. what it is. Quality time and okay. words of affirmation. But when I do really, really like someone or like love someone, I give like a lot of physical touch and words of affirmation, like praise. Okay. And like we're both busy. Like I get that. But I'm very like physical touch with my with my Partner. person that yeah, I person. yeah okay. yeah yeah. yeah. Oh. So like I like to like hold his hand or like give him a hug or like just make him feel good like all the time. I'm always about like feelings. All right, <laughs> feelings. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. all right. So that's a little bit about Mariah's uh, type. Type. Yes. What Smart. other questions that you kind of got? Um. Yeah. What else? It's more about dating. Let's see. You should start like a dating oh podcast. My God. <laughs> Imagine that. Views on that would be insane. <laughs> that would be insane. So they're just like asking me on dates. They're like, are you single? Ready to mingle? Okay. Uh, that, Do you have a <laughs> I have a question on that. This I'm is like, a question. Oh my this God. Is my this is like, like uh huh. Why? I don't know. Is that normal? I like is, never, I don't know. I, is what normal? <laughs> I don't think I ever asked like a chick. I don't know. Right? That's weird. Like, like it definitely doesn't make me think like, oh yeah, I want to go on a date with you. Like, yeah. Like, 
No, I just think it's kind of weird. weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. It is kind of weird. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it's odd. Guys, mm-hmm. different approach maybe? Yeah, different approach. But yeah. yeah, a lot of the questions are like just like, are you single? Are you ready to mingle? Have you ever been married? Would you get married? What What are your plans this weekend? <laughs> like stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Just, so <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> so people are really curious with my dating life. Yeah, it's, right. it's funny. But um, back, I'll, I'll touch up on one more thing that we were talking about. Yeah. I, I really admire somebody who's really smart. So that's like number one for me out of everything. Like someone who's just really, really smart. When you say smart, like what is, what is define what that means? It means somebody, more than likely, this person has been on the planet longer than me. I would think. <laughs> and um, somebody who is constantly like reading on different topics. Mm. Somebody who's like seeking knowledge okay. consistently, like different topics. Okay. I like that because I love to learn. I'm always learning. I'm addicted to learning. So if I have a partner who's like constantly teaching me things, I really enjoy that. I'm always engaged. I'm never bored. Yeah, no, I think that's really cool. Like, in order for, I think, a relationship to work, and correct me, I this is just my opinion, both people have to be pouring into each other's cups. Yeah. You know, and the way that you're able to pour into others is when you're getting poured into, mm-hmm. whether it be a book, podcast, learning in general, yeah. development, whatever, right? But you have to be, con- in order to pour into your person, you need to get poured into. Yeah. Very important. So, that yeah, is true. wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom. That is yeah. very, very And something true. I, I've learned recently is something that I really like. Um, wisdom whispers. Oh, what is that? Wisdom whispers, meaning you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Listening. Mm-hmm. Right. Understanding that in the quietest of times is when the best ideas are birthed. Mm-hmm. You ever think about when you're in the shower? When you're driving alone late at night, maybe you're laying in bed after a long day Mm -hmm. or even like we've all been in arguments with people. Yeah. And then you're like, dang, I should have said that. Right. But it's in the quiet times that wisdom, that wisdom whispers to you. Mm -hmm. You get your greatest ideas. So understanding that like quiet time is really important if you want to acquire this wisdom Alone time is very important so that you could acquire this wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, my brother used to, my older brother tells me all the time, probably one of the wisest guys I know. He told me since I was little, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm. Listen more than you speak. Yes. Always listen. Mm-hmm. Always listen. Always listen. I agree. I agree yeah. 100%. And I think the pouring into your cup, <clears throat> sorry, I'm just getting over it. Sorry, we'll get you some water. <laughs> <laughs> pouring into your cup is really important. But I think that it's it's uh, it's important to remember that you also need to pour into your own cup, meaning you cannot rely solely on your partner mm. to give you absolutely everything that you need. You, you do have to be able to give yourself the things that you need internally. So meaning make yourself a priority. Go to the gym like if it's you time. Go to the gym in the morning or at, at night whenever you can, but make it a priority. Go to the salon and get your feet rubbed for an hour and let your partner know like hey like i just need some time like because if you feel good you're going to be able to give to your partner but if you don't feel good then then you can't 
That's so real. making yourself yourself a priority is is really important. That's facts. Mm-hmm. Man, guys, give Mariah a follow. Mariah, if they want to get in contact <laughs> with you, where could they reach out to you? Instagram. Maybe they want to maybe they want to know a little bit more about your type. Yeah, about my or, type. Or or in reality, <laughs> like if no you guys, <laughs> or in reality, if you want to uh, learn about commercial, getting into commercial, yes. right? Yes. So where could they find you? IG. What's your What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram is my name, so it's really easy. It's just Mariah Cosio at Mariah Cosio. I do have a lot of fake Instagrams. I want to say, <laughs> so my this is just my one and only. It's Mariah Cosio. Everything else is fake. There it is. <laughs> Guys, give her a follow. Um, one yes. question I like to always end with, mm-hmm. right? And that is, what is the ambitious men- or what does the ambitious mentality mean to you, or what is it? What does that mean? The ambitious mentality means that you are going to practice resiliency, no matter what. That you see the light at the end of the tunnel, no matter what comes your way, because it's not going to be easy. No one said it's going to be easy you're going to keep going and you're after the prize. So Mm. no matter what comes after, no matter what you're facing, you're going to practice resiliency. Resiliency means that if you fall, you get back up and you have enough courage to get back up no matter what. There it is. Have resilience, resiliency, (laughs) get back up. Yes. There it is. Mariah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for taking the time out of of the busy schedule. It was fun. Guys, if you found value in this podcast, if you felt like you learned something, drop a comment down below, share it with a friend, give us a thumbs up if you found some value in it. And uh, definitely stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to (laughs) be doing a lot of these episodes coming up. We finally have a studio. So season three is going to be full of gems, a lot of wisdom, a lot of, uh, you know, true value, motivation, inspiration, elevation. You know what we're all about, the Ambitious Fist podcast. We will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much.